What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad bitch. So, in case anyone's just tuning in, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> we didn't even start, man. I know. But that's how we're gonna start. This is how the podcast is now beginning. It's just gonna, it's just gonna like feed gonna in, go in to like go in. like like fade into us just talking shit, dude. I like Sweet. it. Mm-hmm. No foreplay, just fucking mm-hmm. yeah. straight hammer. It. No Nothing lube, eight. no lube. So joining straight us today up. is one of our dear friends from Nam, right? Yeah, he has flashbacks. His name's Eric. He's a PA. What does that stand for, PA, Eric? Uh, I think most most people know us as physician assistant. Physician uh, assistant. There is a movement these days towards physician associate, which oh will likely be the future. But I like that one a little bit better. Let's be honest. I do too. Yeah. That sounds like what like the law offices of like you know Campbell, <laughs> Campbell and Eric Associates. Right. Associates just sounds better, it. right? Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Jeezy? <laughs> Assistant to the physician. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of makes it seem like the physician is like the head honcho and everybody else is just I a know, bitch. Right? right? I mean, there's some places that uh, PAs definitely act as more of an assistant role, but there's some places like the ER where they're more autonomous. So. Right. Yeah. I dig that. I dig that vibe better, dude. Yeah, it's funny. Like you, you get all these patients. Like, hey, I didn't see the doctor. And I was like, well, you saw the PA. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, most PA. people that kind of know who we are these days have the same sentiment. But some people live under rocks. So what are you do? my beer just overflowed, and I had to swallow a bunch of the foam. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, welcome to an episode of the Bro Nurse Podcast. I forget which episode this is. I think it's like ten or eleven or some shit. What is it? I think it's like, it's like eleven, dude. 11. 11. Here's a cheers to 11 episodes. Dude, 11 episodes, 3,000 downloads, guys. Right nice. On, Double digits. I like that. Dude, people have listened to 3,000 hours of us talking shit cumulatively. <laughs> and uh, what's awesome is that uh, little movement that we did with the trauma guy in the last episode. Yeah. Where let's, it's um, let's hashtag take a minute. And um, I'm surprised by all these people that are taking a minute, you know. Dude, so many people, so many people took took a minute, dude. And it's amazing. We got like over a hundred selfies from people, dude. That shit was badass, dude. I say I saved them all in a story. If anybody wants to see them, you can always go to my page, the Bro Nurse Official, and you can see there's a little uh, save story section, and it has take a minute, hashtag take a minute, and then uh, you can see all the the people that stood up for mental health. Yeah, same with mine. You guys can visit uh, the Bro Medic instagram and then there's a highlight of the the story which is freaking awesome bro i love it that everybody's uh actually supporting us and supporting the you know the movement of mental health mm-hmm. it's amazing it's something that it's an idea we got from um the trauma guy he works in trauma obviously i did a stint two years in in the trauma icu over at, at one of the local hospitals as well and i can tell you the fucking burnout for that 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 uh, specialty is real bro and you see some really fucked up shit and some really young, healthy people. And that's that's kind of like what makes that like uh, specialty different than most others is that, you know, 
most other times in the hospital, people fuck themselves up already, you know, and you're just kind of dealing with the consequences. But, you know, you have like a traumatic accident or something like that. And it's this person that had like their whole life ahead of them. And then now they're just suffering these huge fucking terrible consequences. And, you know, it could have been and the, the thing that I always thought about <clears throat> when I would have patients like that was it's like it could have been me, dude. You know, could have been you. Could have been Jesus on his motorcycle. Yeah, definitely. Been Eric, yeah. the other day yeah. with a fucking shark attack. Tell us about right? that shark attack, Eric. Well, uh, encounter, <laughs> encounter. It's Shark encounter. Week, dude. It's Shark Week. Yeah, right on. You got to get a shark uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. shout out. Mm-hmm. No, just I was up in St. Augustine, and uh, surprisingly, it's unusual for there to be waves in the summer in Florida. But I think it was a little pre-hurricane swell, and went out early. Was just chilling by myself, and he was just cruising. Maybe like three, four feet, little guy, minding his own business, but. Um, the beautiful animals you know they get a bad rap as these predators which of course they are but for the most part they're just you know doing their thing so it's cool yeah like sharks i got a shark tattoo oh that's dope dude <laughs> did you get one nice. because of that encounter or did you just kind of like say, no it's an older one i got a tiger cool. shark you should have said a lot of those yes, out dude. in hawaii cool cool creatures dude tiger sharks are fucking insane dude mm-hmm. i know a lot about tiger sharks from my encounters via um shark week on discovery channel yeah <laughs> right on they say that they find like License plates and stuff in their stomachs because they'll eat anything. That's insane. That's fucking crazy, man. I know, dude. The iron stomach. No, I was actually legitimately, I was attacked by a bull shark. In, really? Um, yeah. In wow. um, Fort Pierce, Florida. Yep. In the Fort. Surf up there a lot. In the Fort Pierce Inlet over there, dude. Yeah, man. I was uh, spear fishing with some friends. So, like, when I graduated from high school, like, the, like my two years after I graduated, I did nothing with my life. <laughs> and I just, like, lounged on the beach and drank a lot of alcohol. It's a dream. Yeah. So, um, we would spearfish, we got really big into spearfishing and we fucking, we would, we illegally, allegedly, this is allegedly, by the way, we allegedly illegally speared this giant ass snook that was on the bottom of the fucking jetty. My buddy pulls it up into the, like, like the shallow water. Cause it was like 30 feet down where he speared it. And he pulled it up to the shallow water and our, our cooler was at the beach. Like, I don't know, maybe like four or 500 yards swim. And he's like, dude, go take it. Take the fish. I'm going to go back down and get the other one. And I was like, okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Swim so, bloody fish. So I fucking take his spear and I give him my spear. And me and my buddy Mitch, my other friend, we're fucking just swimming parallel with this bloody ass snook in, on the end of the spear. Like every shark movie starts like this. <laughs> yeah, right. And we're just like idiotically doing this like fucking idiots. And... All out of nowhere, like, this thing comes up. Now, let me just do some foreshadowing. We had seen some manatees earlier on the, in the dive. So, like, it wasn't that big of a deal that something was, like, in between us, you know? But something, yeah. like, brushed me, dude. It, like, brushed my side. And, you know, manatees are kind of timid. They won't really, like, mm. put... Like, sometimes they'll, like, float up from underneath you, and then maybe you'll have an encounter like that. But, dude, this thing fucking brushed me, like... And I thought it was my buddy Mitch for a second. So I look over to my right, and all I see is, like black and it fucking dude no joke the next thing i noticed a fucking shark on the end of the spear chewing on this fish dude just like shaking its head back and forth just fucking shredding pieces of fish and shit all in the fucking water that was a real (laughs) thing that was a real fucking thing dude that happened to me i was like 19 years old (laughs) i've only seen a nurse shark and i started running (laughs) or swimming as fast as i swim frivolously Yeah. furiously i mean like i you know i ran on top of the water because you know jesus so oh true you just fucking went ramp jesus yep. just healed a toe to the top of the water i like that just... anyway <clears throat> going back to the uh the selfies 
Oh yeah. Freaking uh, Eric selfie was pretty dope. Fucking. It was Dude, unique. I like, you know? I like the um, the little the fish yeah. eye view. The, the yeah the, yeah the fish eye view. Cool. Of the yeah the that was, hallway mirror. Do you see some smart. chick copied you after you did that? Yeah, so actually Valerie was. Uh, she used to work work with us. She was, yeah. and she was one of my PA students. She's cool. She stole. Yeah, she's a badass. She's a ninja. We got another scribe who's a uh, ninja as well there too. Man, these girls are kicking ass and doing their thing. So Girl, girls could do stuff these days, boot dude. You got it. You got it. I wouldn't want to get in a fight with them. They'd take me down in a second. But yeah, me too, probably, dude. Nah, I'll beat him. Jesus beat him for sure. No, just kidding. I won't do that, guys. That was cool. You guys to do that too. I, I noticed them. Um, I looked through the the feed through the picture. I mean, there was people all over the country. Man, there was. I saw nurses, medics, yeah, uh, PAs in the mix, men, women, every race, gender yeah. is really cool. That's a good uh, good message for you guys to put out. Yeah, man, and I think a lot of them we didn't even get too because um, trauma guy said that he had a bunch of um, a bunch of responses too, and he just doesn't post all that shit on his page. But yeah. he was, um, yeah, dude. I, I think we got a good reach, man. I, uh, the whole point was just to raise some awareness for the for the cause, man. Is that like people struggle, dude? You know. People in healthcare struggle just like everybody else. Some a lot of times people Absolutely. look at us like we gotta be like we're not people, you know? Like we don't have those fucking problems. <laughs> and uh it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, you gotta be a robot. You can't have fun at work. Yeah, you can't find can't post stuff on Instagram. Right. <laughs> can't post stuff on TikTok. TikTok's gonna be illegal in like a month anyways, bro. So who cares? Shit. <laughs> yeah, they they keep saying that. We'll see. We'll I think see. Mike is, is it Microsoft going to buy it or something? There's too much money in that. Yeah. There's no way that's going to be. Illegal. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. I mean, and everybody fucking steals your data. So like, that's like I know. Another, another app that steals <laughs> your so, data. I, I heard a oh, really good. I heard a really good argument for that the other day. Though it was like, it was like, um, they equated it to, because I'm like, who, like, what the fuck? Like everybody steals. It's like big data, you know. Like you said, right? like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But um, they said that it's like, um, it's equivalent to like China coming over here. And like to like Florida and like planting a bunch of like orange trees, you know, like a field of orange trees and then taking all the oranges and then selling it back in China. You know what I mean? And like not giving the United States any money for using that United States soil. Yeah, yeah makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, standpoint. all right, yeah, whatever. Okay. I can, I get it. Whatever. Yeah. But Jesus, your TikTok career will continue. <laughs> it's well, or it might be over. Or it may be over. Maybe I just got to change the region. Yeah. Just change the, it. The change Change it to Fuck. China, dude. Change it to the Wuhan province. <laughs> yeah, there you go. go. <laughs> I'll just go over there and visit one time, and then I'm right. just gonna be super famous over there and be like, "What the fuck?" Like I'm China famous. It's a different kind of famous, dude. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. I could see you blowing up over there. I yeah. mean, there's what a billion people, so yeah, you get a couple followers out of the deal. All you have to do is go to like one neighborhood, and you have like twenty thousand followers, dude. Right. So uh, let's talk about the PA advisor. All right, so, let's hit it. What is the PA advisor? Thanks, fellas. So, yeah. Um, yeah, good question. So. Um, you know, I've always been kind of an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit. I don't know. I, I think where it maybe stemmed from is I, I love to teach. The honest truth is, um, I mean, I, I precept students in the ER. If I could teach full time, that would be awesome. But as we all know that most of the academic jobs in medicine don't pay as well. And we all got bills to pay. We're young, families, kids, whatever else. So um, I, I think it's kind of a, just an outreach that accumulated some wisdom and knowledge over the years both through medicine and just life in general and if uh you know you can share some positivity with people actually scott and i were talking about before we started that you know there's some negativity in the world right now especially in high stress medical settings er's icus and um it wears on you you know and uh, it's just nice to see people that are happy still working hard doing their thing and if i could help people in, in any way or words of encouragement i mean you know it's kind of similar to what you guys do too just uh, you know, put some put out some good vibes, Jafiel. I just feel, dude. I just yeah. feel. 
Yeah. What what is it? Is it a website? Is it like? Um... Yeah. So I got a website, a little mm-hmm. old school. Um, you know, got the got a new gram up at the PA advisor, and um, I mean, ideally, it's you know counseling services. So at some point, I'd like to, you know, take on some folks that are high school students, college students, uh, people that are already in healthcare that want to transition. You know, it's a great profession, great career, but um, it's, you know, it's hard to get into. And part of it is, is just getting in is kind of the tricky part. Once you're in, you know, the system wants you to succeed, but there's a lot of hoops you got to jump through and, right. uh, you know, it can be confusing and frustrating. And uh, if you've been through it, you know, you can help people. That's dope. So just kind of like yeah. offering some counseling to people that are like uh, perspective, like physician's assistants, and then like people that maybe are already in it. Just yeah, absolutely. Kinda... And and the other part is, you know, with any new venture, the hardest part is the first step. So mm-hmm. my um, my interest with this whole thing was actually sort of from the financial side of things. Uh, medical professionals, we come out of school typically with a great paying job with mm-hmm. a lot of debt, but we receive zero training in managing your finances. Um, Interesting. So but I realized I'm not a financial advisor and I have no expertise in that field. So I figure if we can start with the basics and kind of work towards that, but that's kind of my ultimate goal is to be able to provide advice and counseling and point people in the right direction to make those decisions. Cause what do you do? You graduate, you have a bunch of money overnight, you know, do you buy a house? Do you rent? Do you buy a car? What are you looking for? Job, salary, hourly. Right. Um, so that's kind of the, my more so my area of interest, but you know, build towards it. I want it to grow organically over time and, and, um, you know, see what people need from me and kind of go from there. So do you, um, like as a, as a PA, do you guys, do you guys work for like hospital groups or do you work for like physician groups? Like who hire you exactly? Yeah. Good question. So I guess it kind of varies. Um, currently I work for a big staffing group that has contracts with ERs. They have hospitalists, they have radiology services. Um, I guess you're seeing less and less these days of like the, you know, mom and pop, surgical setting, primary mm-hmm. care, but those are still out there. Um, but I think, yeah, the majority now are big, you know, corporate groups that um, hire docs. Like, so our, our, you know, we have doctors and PAs that work with our group. And, you know, each, you know, each company is different. What they offer you for <laughs> reimbursement, benefits, you know, student loan repayment, CME. I mean, there's so yeah. much to um, look through. You get a contract and, you know, most new grads are just happy to get an offer. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, you got to understand your value mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, it's okay to shop around and get multiple offers and see what works best for you. Yeah. Not always just jump at the first thing that sticks out to you. I mean, if it's your specialty and it's where you want to go, that's great. And let's face it as a new grad, especially sometimes you got to take what you can get. It's very difficult to get a ER job, an ICU job, a dermatology job, kind of like the high, high, high demand, um, specialties, but yeah, there's ways, there's ways to go about it. But yeah, dude, that's a fucking cool ass, that's a cool ass idea, man. I really, I really like that. I feel like a lot of, I feel like there is, um, there's a space for that in the nursing profession as well. Like I really do. I feel like there, that pretty much like hospitals are like the devil, like corporations are like the devil in my, in my mind. Like they will literally like bend you over and rape you in the asshole if you let them, you know? And I didn't realize that until like after I switched hospitals a couple times and realized how much other hospitals were willing to pay you and then like switch said fuck off to hospitals altogether and just realize how much agencies were willing to pay you. Yeah. Yep. But like, that's a good, that's a, that's an awesome like template. I think it's an awesome idea to just be able to spread that information to people, you know, to be like, dude, you, your value is actually like a lot more than they're, than they're telling you, dude, you know? Well, and I mean, I look at us like, 
So if you're an ER or I see, you know, shift work, I mean, I basically look at myself as a, I mean, you're essentially like an entrepreneur. You, you, you work your schedules, you get your hours, you know, like you, but you, and again, like any business person, you have to understand what you're worth. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I like to look at it as you, they work for you. Yeah. Um, and they give you, you know, they need to give what you, what you need uh, to meet your needs as, needs as well. So, but you're right. I mean, you know, you compare contracts in different places and it's sometimes it's crazy. It's like huge differences in pay by state, by specialty, by group. I mean, different hospitals in the same area. I mean, yeah, it's wild. And, dude. Um, and they, they try to not make that information public. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people don't like to talk about oh, how much do you make or what are your benefits? But I mean, why? Why? You know? Yeah. Dude, I read an awesome article in the Wall Street Journal about that, about sharing information, like fin- yeah. financial inf- information. That was like, dude, that is like, there is almost no negative that comes from that. Like, there's no net negative that comes from yeah. sharing salaries information. Right. Because it's like, well, why did this woman get $6 less an hour than I did Absolutely. for the exact same job? Yep. You know what I mean? And that's how those, that's how these like little, like minuscule differences that really only serve the corporations at large but like hurt the individual. That's how those things like are so like, um, like prevalent, you know, it's because we allow them to be because, because that's like uh, seen as one of those things that you're not supposed to talk about. Right. It's like taboo to like, you don't talk about politics necessarily. You don't talk about like what your income and financial situation is. And and then it can be your dirty little secret, whether you're, I mean, yeah, I know that I know there's people that have tons of debt that have been out of school for 10, 15, 20 years. And you're like, that's not, you shouldn't have that problem. Like, let's talk about it. You know? Yeah, I'm three million dollars in so, debt. Yeah, uh, my I, I, my favorite one is, um, oh, I only pay a hundred dollars a month for my student loans. You're like, well, that's not good. <laughs> that's what they want you to do. You know? That's, oh, that's so you're gonna be in, you're gonna be paying them until you die then? Yeah, exactly. Oh, great. Right. Oh, they're they're cutting me. I'm getting such a great deal. <laughs> like, no. It's only a sixty-seven percent interest. Yep. I mean, it's so good. So that's how much I'm paying. For <laughs> yeah. So Jesus is like, is that not true? Normal? I'm, I'm actually paying like 155, which Dude, is just for paramedics, paramedic yeah. school. I owe like I think 12,000 or some shit like that. That's not bad, Left. but still, it's like so much for paramedic, you know? Yeah, it depends on where like you go and cool. how you manage it, dude. Exactly, exactly. I, I could have gone to another school and done like half of what, like, I would have paid half of what I'm paying now, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I feel like schools are schools are in the same like boat with the hospitals, man. Like, oh, they, businesses. Yeah, yeah right. they want students to jump. Like, oh my god, you got a great opportunity. It's like, yeah. oh damn, if you would have just waited like a month, you would have seen that like every other school would have accepted you also. Yeah, you know, and for like but, for PAs, you know, it's it's so difficult to get a scholarship because you're like, oh, you're gonna make six figures as soon as you graduate. Like, you don't need a scholarship. I mean, yeah, I think I, I graduated with about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. And um, I was, I think the only person in my class I got a scholarship from my program was for $2,000. Damn. <laughs> and I mean, I was, I was, oh, you know, thanks, great. That's a scholarship, $2,000. I earned it, <laughs> but, um, you know, that's going to pay like my rent and food and expenses for like one, one month and <laughs> one month, the interest and I mean, I'll take it, but you know, it's just not. Yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah. No, that's what so, they but... teach us to think, dude. It's better than nothing. Right. right Don't right, trust so. your government, guys. Yeah, no, it's a bunch of bullshit, dude. Yeah, it's predatory, you know, but you know, it's our system. Well, and, and the financial industry knows that medical professionals are notoriously bad with money. Mm-hmm. So they completely take advantage of that, you know, I feel like it's like an idealistic thing. It's like you start off like any anyone that goes into like um, healthcare, you know, for the most part, like you're like, oh, the ends justifies the means, man. I'm going to be 
financially stable when I finish this and I'll have all sure. this when I finish this. So, you know, I can yeah. fucking spend, yeah, I'll take an extra 5000 this semester. What's the big deal? Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't do that, guys. Don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't take yeah, they money. keep you like they give give you that bullshit. Oh, the more debt you have when you graduate, the more money you're gonna make. Yeah, what? that's a bunch of bullshit. The fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I learned that shit when I fucked up in college the first time. That's right. And I mean, even the physicians these days. I mean, I know doctors that come out with six, seven hundred, you know, thousand yeah. dollars in debt. And yeah. Like, like that's oh, insane. you're gonna make whatever, but I mean, that adds up the interest on it. It's crazy, you know. Yeah, it's fucking unbelievable, dude. So I mean, granted, we're all we're we're lucky. We have a pretty pretty stable field. I mean, I know there's been a lot of people that have been. Furloughed and out of work and stuff the past few months, which is in in every in every industry. I mean, the medical profession seems to be a little bit more insulated, but yeah, you know, our brothers and sisters doing hospitality and retail and restaurants and that's rough, dude. You know, the guys in the in the tattoo game, which we'll get to. I mean, there's there's so many people that are are struggling right now, and it's 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 tough, you know. It's the truth, man. I spend a lot of time in hospitality, man. I guess that's a special place in my heart for that fucking. Yep, tip big. Tip big. Yeah, man. Hospitality has a fucking special place in my heart. Dude. I fucking bartended for like nine years, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was like my job, dude. And I would do it again, man. I would do it again. I would go right back. Because it's, it's good money. The government doesn't know about it. And what your government doesn't know can't hurt it. Actually, it seems like a fun job. No, it is. It's like being the star of the show every night, dude. Especially if you're Especially like you a got guy. Tricks. Yeah, if you're like a guy bartender like, and you have like any kind of handsomeness about you, you're fucking jamming, bro. Good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. And at least you get a tip. In in the ER, you're getting you're giving people shots all night long, but you're not getting any tips for it. So that's right. I mean, sometimes they try, but you know, yeah, (laughs) you're not supposed to take those. That's what we need to teach these people, man. Like when you ask me for my for dilated, I'm gonna say no. But if you ask me for my dilated and slip me a twenty dollar bill, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) twenty dollars is twenty dollars, bro. (laughs) Right? I mean, hypothetically speaking, allegedly, (laughs) allegedly. But yeah, I've yeah. actually had uh, some people give me or try to give me money, like after I helped them go yeah. yeah. to the car. And I'm like, oh, no, man. dude, it's <laughs> no, yeah. thank you. <laughs> My favorite is when people try to like hook you up with their granddaughters and shit. Yeah, right. And they're like, hey, like, you, you should see this. Look at my check, camera. Check Look my at my picture on here. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it, my God. I get it's super so awkward. Thank you. <laughs> super awkward. No, yeah. no, really. Yeah, give her my phone number. Yeah, it's like six, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, seven, one. Just need you to sign this form real quick to consent for your exam. <laughs> <laughs> Please kindly shut the fuck up and let me do my job. Thanks. Yeah, all right. <laughs> dude, and it's so bad. Start wrapping your arm. Like, I'm with your tattoos. What we were talking about before, <laughs> yeah. before the, uh, we started recording, dude, like the hospital that we used to work at, it was like full of fucking just like, just the worst kind of people in the whole wide world. And it was like in the inner city, you know, and everybody's screaming and freaking the fuck out and yep. being assholes. And then now like we work in this like super like nice fucking hospital (laughs) that serves like the upper middle class white retirees of fucking like south southwest florida yeah and everybody's just like so polite and nice and i I don't even i don't know what to do with my fucking hands dude the whole time i'm just like sitting there like i'm (laughs) sorry like (laughs) why are you being nice to me please fucking say something rude please Like in a picture like, or whatever, what my hands. Like I literally, I, I'm not even, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. There was a guy that came in and he was like the notorious, like they have like this one guy that comes in all the time for, for like drugs. And he was like their one seeker and he was in the room and it was out of my zone. But I like, I heard him screaming and I was like, oh, <laughs> home? 
so like i walked yeah. over and i like i was watching the nurse and she was like laughing as he's like screaming at the top of his lungs and i was like oh man it feels so good i just want to be a part right. of it i just feel like comfortable now you know we yeah. all complain about it we know there's some twisted part inside of us that that loves it i know it's weird it's like when yeah. when it was happening i'm just like oh please shut the fuck up dude there we just go again. fucking come on dude yeah but then like when i don't have it and everybody's nice i'm like dude i need some fucking static in my life dude right i need some friction dude somebody fucking get pissed off at me god damn it right it's weird. well that's like that's yeah, how it was early, early in the rona you know like we'd always say like man what would the er be like if it wasn't for all the crazy people and drug seekers and yeah whatever else and then it went quiet and we were like we miss you guys like where are you like come, come back. back like we, we don't have anybody to like argue with and it's like the toxic it's like the toxic ex that you miss right right, right. come back yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got turkey sandwiches yeah <laughs> we get so many turkey sandwiches right. you can have whatever you want just come in yeah, yeah man <laughs> give you a warm blanket a turkey sandwich and some dilated i'll give you yeah. two blankets Two blankets. Two warm blankets. We're going to upgrade you with a ham and cheese. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'll put that shit in a panini press for you. <laughs> right. I heat it up in a microwave. Jesus is going like, to come around some capacitos. Capacitos yeah, for all. Yeah. I don't think Eric was there when we had the panini presser, bro. It was oh. a game changer. Damn. Yeah, he had to be because I was there. I think I caught a minute. I think I yeah. caught a minute of that. Yeah. yeah Somebody threw it out. Somebody threw it out. They said it was cutting. It was like doing some something with the power. It was like cutting oh, the God. power off or some shit haters bro karen yeah. karen the panini press yeah someone karen the fucking panini press dude. yeah unbelievable <laughs> goddamn karen you hate to see it happen dude. Yeah, taking all the power it. away so dude eric i noticed you got some pretty sweet fucking tats dude Let, yeah let's yeah, see them dude a, i got a couple i got one here it's one over here <laughs> <laughs> i got a little one. ducky right here this general region my body part hold on um, let me get this let me get this. Yeah, I've been I've been collecting tattoos for you know probably fifteen years or so now. I think makes me sound old. I started getting tattooed when I was ten. <laughs> Eric, so you said how many years you've been getting tattoos? Fifteen years now? Yeah, I think I started two thousand five. Mm. Um, I was you know I grew up New England East Coast and I uh, wasn't super prevalent up that way. I mean it's cold and people are covered up. Not really as artsy, but um, after undergrad, I moved to San Diego with a bunch of buddies and it was just I mean it was everywhere out there you know beach culture and whatever and. I became fascinated by it. One of my good friends um, tattooed, so, you know, started that route and just went from there. Let's see it, dude. Show me some did you just? Did you just, <laughs> did you start getting, the, uh, like, tattoos when you, like... Oh, uh, he's yatted. Oh, look at that. Look at that. He's yatted. <laughs> one day, one day. <laughs> That's, dope, That's my dude. goal right there. I want to be like Eric when I grow up. Oh, Same dude. I want dude, to be like Jesus dope. when I grow up. <laughs> oh, man. Sweet. <clears throat> I mean, well, you know what I mean, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. But, I'll yeah. never grow up, so that's that's the thing. That's true. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, I mean, I do think about the fact that I'm what I'm 38 years old, and like I pay other adult men money to draw on me <laughs> in my free time. Um, it's, it's pretty fascinating <laughs> outlook, dude. That's yeah, but you know what? There's like I think there's more to it. There's like a therapeutic. Like my buddy, I gotta give a shout out to the dudes. Um, you know, I've been tattooed in San Diego, San Francisco, Hawaii, Boston, like all over the place, but. These days, um, my go-to guys are a shop up in Boca called Black Pelican. Uh, my boy Jason nice. takes good care of me up there. You guys should check those guys out. Black Pelican Tattoo. Where's that at in Boca? Up in Boca, yep. Dope. They got a, they got a Graham, him and Shane, uh, Mark and Steve. They kind of got different varieties and styles and just, you know, solid dudes, you know. I'm doing, going and I'm doing whole lefty, doing. dude. I'm doing whole lefty. Yeah, man, you need a, you need a sleeve, bro, for those I guns, know. for sure. 
sure. It's going to be expensive, though. I'm do, yeah, no, I, it's going to be five seshes. Yeah. 15 hundi a sesh. Yeah. Um, um, I got to set the, the first date. I haven't, I've been kind of flaky with it because we just moved and shit. Yeah, man. So I got a lot of sh- like balls in the air. As they land in Jesus' hey, mouth, <laughs> we will move forward. <laughs> Jesus got a bunch of tattoos as well. I know Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jesus yaddied, bro. Yeah. So what? Uh, what Scott is uh, planning to do is like a whole sleeve in a couple sessions. Is that what you're trying to do? Because yeah. there's some people who go different routes. Like, like me, I get little tattoos here and there, and then like mm-hmm. start filling it in little by little, which is kind of like a American traditional kind of way. Yeah, like Sailor and, uh, Jerry style. I dig that. Yeah, it's kind of like what um what Eric has has going on. Yeah, I dig you know? that, dude. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to do like a mural type of thing. I kind of have All like right, a lot nice. of ideas. And then um, I was I was actually supposed to start it in D.C., but then this guy totally flaked out on me, bro, after I gave him a deposit and everything. Really? Damn. Okay. Yeah, Is it because really. the Rona or what? I guess. I don't know. Like the tattoo- it on the Rona? Yeah, like they were like limited hours, you know, when they opened. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, and he was a good buddy of a um, one of the medics that worked with me in the hospital over there, so... I don't think he meant any like malintent by it. I think it just kind of happened. Yeah, I mean it's a big project too. I mean, it's in your moving and stuff. I mean. Yeah, I was gonna actually fly back up to get it the last two sessions done. Yeah. Because uh, I made some pretty good friends out there in DC, man. Shout yeah. out! To, shout out to my DC peeps. I love you guys. <laughs> I miss did you. Did you get your money back? Huh? Did you get? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They nice. did. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, no loss. <clears throat> but uh, how does it feel though? How does it feel? to be yatted up in medicine doesn't do you, do you catch any judgment judgmental eyes dude is any you grannies know, looking at you uh, kind of cross-eyed kind of side-eyed <laughs> grannies are always looking at me cross-eyed but, um, <laughs> i catch all the grannies so so a cu- couple comments so i i've been a pa now for about seven years mm-hmm. um i've had you know both the sleeves for probably half of that mm-hmm. so when i first started i would um you know either wear like the compression sleeves Right, cover Or like a long shirt. And the honest truth is, a, so I was practicing in Connecticut at the time. Um, you know, kind of like a little more, again, like upper New England, kind of like East Coast. You don't see as many like openly tattooed people up there. Yeah. But also, um, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing in medicine. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if you're going to be, you know, walking around with your tats out, um, you got to know what you're doing because it's like a little bit of like an extra thing that people can remember you and oh, true. stick out a little bit. You don't um, want to give like the uh, the the tats a bad name. People yeah, are like, oh, this go. guy's fucking all tatted up, and he didn't even yeah, right fucking yeah. stitch me up, right? This asshole. Right, 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 right. Yeah. right. Who was the guy who took care of you? The only guy with a bunch of tattoos. And then, yeah. Karen's on our fucking keyboard. <laughs> right, right. His name was fucking Eric. He had tattoos everywhere. Everywhere. He fucked my stitches up. <laughs> yeah. But um, but no, I mean, as I moved, so my second job, I worked in Hawaii for about two and a half years. And that just changed everything for me because it's just it's a huge part of the culture. I mean, you mentioned Sar- Sailor Jerry. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's where Sailor Jerry tattooed. I mean, the, that's badass. The Navy dude. guys, but I mean, way before that, you know, the Polynesian culture that's been part of their culture for forever, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you know, the, the aunties and uncles out there, you know, neck, face. I mean, I had friends that were their whole head, face, like everywhere. Yeah. And it was completely normal, and nobody even batted an eye. Um, so I got like a little more comfortable there. And then, um, so I think, you know, part of it's location where you're at, you know, specialties, I guess I think about sometimes like the ER, like you guys have said, before, like you were in the ER, we're saving your, we're, we're there to save your life. So, mm-hmm. um, 
if I'm treating you for the Rona and you got a problem with my tattoos, then fucking go somewhere else, you know? <laughs> <laughs> go get your nasal swab somewhere else. You uh, but no, I mean, these days I only really get compliments. And the, the only, I think, really thing is that sometimes it's a distraction for people. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, what's that? And I'm like, listen, can we talk about why you're here? Yeah. And yeah. like, let's talk about the medical stuff first. Yeah. And then like, I, if I have some time, sure, like maybe I'll share. Get that old lady like, uh, I really like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my let's God. worry about you not breathing first, and then uh, we'll figure <laughs> right. that out. Yeah, we could talk about that all day. What's your last dialysis? Two months right, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yes. then you get the old lady who's like, oh, my God, it's a doctor with tattoos. And I'm like, well, first of all, I'm not a doctor. Um, <laughs> Isn't that the best thing to say to somebody? Oh, it's great. It's great. First and of then, all, um, no. And they're like, Just because oh, I'm a male, I'm a doctor, guys. My, uh, my, yeah, my grandson, he has tattoos. And I'm like, see, not all people with tattoos are criminals. And she's like, well, no, I mean, he's in jail. But <laughs> <laughs> He actually murdered his daughter. <laughs> my he grandson. Killed everyone. He's a good boy, though. Yes, yes, but yeah, so yeah, it's kind actually, of more of a distraction than anything else, or well, in some some cases, yeah. So, some I mean, let's put it this way if I cover up, and the honest truth is, like, these days the hospitals don't even really, I guess, say much. I mean, yeah. I don't have like anything offensive or like gory or like you know, like mm-hmm. controversial. I mean, I have like birds and you know, women's faces and stuff for like my family members and names and things like that, so it's like, um, not as intense, yeah. yeah like, nowadays, it's more like a a compliment instead of being like you know degrading you or anything like that yeah i feel like that the culture has just moved toward being more like like in my grandma's day dude like when i got my first tattoo like under my bicep of my fraternity i got it in mexico and like we had to my grandma was so pissed she was like you don't if they, you have to be able to cover it up with a sleeve or you know she was like gonna be pissed yeah. if i couldn't cover it up with like a regular short sleeve shirt yeah, because that was like back in her day, like only yeah. criminals got tattoos. You know what I mean? Right, like, criminals and soldiers yep. or bikers. You know? Yeah, yeah, like just uh, otherwise, just like you know, un unacceptable types of people. But yeah. like now, the culture Outcasts, is so moved outlaws. toward like art on your body is like a yeah. statement, just an expression of yeah. your personality and who you are. Yeah. And people, I feel like these days are just more acceptable of people's individuality than they used to be. You For know? sure. Back in the good old days where you can just like slap your wife around and shit and like right. everybody's worried about your tattoo as you're beating the shit out of your wife and then like the fucking government's right. cool with it. You're in the patient's room smoking a cigarette. Like He's what smart. brings you in today? Yeah. The fucking oxygen's running 15 liters on the wall and you're just like sparking up a fucking cigarette. The self-rolled cigarette and the fucking like yeah. we have our priorities. Right. One for you, one for me. <laughs> Welcome to the 50s. Yeah, like, I mean, for me, at least, like, uh, every time I would get an interview, obviously, you cover everything. But then, like, um, I would test it out a couple of days, long sleeve shirts to see who has a tattoo, who is exposing it. And then just, all right, fuck it. Just going to put on a regular scrub shirt, uh, t- a scrub top and just go for it. And then, uh, but at, I think, so, well, for you people that don't know, me and Eric actually work in the same hospital. And uh, when I first met Eric, every single day it was like long sleeve shirt. I would never see any tattoos until I, I think maybe you saw a couple people be like, hey, this guy's sharing his tattoos. Fuck it. I should show mine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So kind of yeah. like you guys kind of like you guys united on that front, dude. We united. You guys came together like, about tattoos. like fucking Voltron, dude, in that moment. Well, and like these days, I think like, you know, like more than 50% of people have tattoos. And, you know, I was, I think I mentioned to you guys, I actually had, literally had a guy last night who was, you know, 50s, chest pain, you know, had some anxiety stuff, whatever. And he was like, hey, man, like, I just wanted to tell you that the second that I saw you had tattoos, I, I felt comfortable that you were like a normal person because he did too. He had a sleeve and mm-hmm. 
he's like a calm me down. I don't know what it was, but yeah. I mean, I think people can relate and they realize that you're just like, a, you're a, you're a person too. Like you were saying before, sometimes people don't, mm-hmm. they forget that medical people, like I have a whole life outside of my work mm-hmm. and I like to wear bikinis and, yep. um, <laughs> can't do that. Tattooed bro. They'll write a fuck. Uh, they'll do a study about you, bro. No, <laughs> have a beer every once in a while and that go to shit, Halloween parties. That shit will be in the new England journal of medicine tomorrow. dude. <laughs> right. Do not fucking do it. I right. wear a speedo. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, shout out to all the ladies dealing with that bullshit. Um, I know that's fucking rough, dude. It's but, so hard, like being a yeah. normal person and not having these ridiculous fucking biases, you know. Like, and it's you, it, it's hard for like people that don't judge people like that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you feel like in certain situations, like like you, when you when you enter into like a hospital and you're like surrounded by this kind of like attitude or this energy. You almost feel like you almost feel like you have to kind of like assimilate, you know what I right. mean? Like yeah. you kind of got to like yeah, uncomfortably join yeah. these fucking weirdos, you know? Just to like kind of squeeze in with the rest of them. But I think what's cool with 2020 even though like a lot of shit's fucked up about 2020 is that like people are moving away from, you know, the hive mentality and the and the bigotry and the fucking assholes that kind of yeah. ran shit before, you know? Right on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, prioritizing things like, hey, listen, if you're healthy and safe and mm-hmm. you're like a good person with a good heart and helping people, like, yeah, man, do you, you want to have purple hair? Right on. You want to yeah. have a nose ring? If Rock you want to have fucking, some yeah. crazy shoes. Is that like, going to change the way you practice medicine? No. No. Is it going to change how you're so. going to help people? No. Like, you're going to do fucking great things and it doesn't matter what you put on your body, what you look like. Like, honestly, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yep. We're on the fucking so. third grade anymore, guys. Right. So, it's crazy that people to this day still ask me though, like, "Hey, they let you have tattoos at where you work?" And I'm like, "Why the fuck not?" Like, it's kind of discriminating if they don't, you know? Right. You're yourself. You can do whatever you want with your body, which is weird. Like that people still ask me that shit. Where do you draw the line, Jesus? What if you have like a, what if you had like a big fucking giant nose hoop? <laughs> no, actually, for me, I feel like even though I would want to get a neck tattoo so bad, mm-hmm. I probably won't because of where i work and not where i work but like because of my career right you know and like uh, hand tattoos would look fucking cool too but um i just i guess it's just easier like in case i want to get another job and then just put on a suit and then i don't have to worry about like anybody talking shit you know because maybe karen is the person that's gonna interview you and that's gonna Uh, suck honestly it's mostly karens that do the interview it's mostly karens right it's It's mostly Yeah. The, I, I don't know what happened in hospitals like <laughs> early 2000s but they like elevated all the Karens and so like they're running shit now dude it's fucking crazy and their I, haircuts I mean, get wider, wider right more poof more poof more poof more poof <laughs> so those, like you can't haircuts. walk into the fucking elevator anymore with the fucking poof <laughs> I'm offended by it too quite frankly yeah uh, we should write an article about it in the New England Journal of Medicine yeah I think so too we should Offensive we should talk about how <laughs> the Karen mentality has changed medicine. But I mean, I for real, I'll... though, HCAPS and fucking Press Ganey has changed medicine. Nobody wants to talk about that shit, but it has. Yeah. Been. Patient satisfaction, pain scores. Oh, it's terrible, dude. This All shit's things, fucking whack. I think, I think a wise man once said, <clears throat> uh, and don't quote me on this, but I think uh, the words were, haters gonna hate. Haters gonna hate. <laughs> uh, Google that real quick, Jesus. Let's quote him. I don't more. remember who said it. <laughs> Exactly. It might have been Jay Z. I'm not sure. Haters are gonna hate, dude. Yeah. It was a dude from the hood. It's just how yeah. it be. Wait, why is yeah. he gonna be from the hood, dude? That's what it says. 
I mean, because it was a, it, oh, it sounded cool. It so yeah. I did. He looked it up and it said from the hood. Okay. All right. I accept that. Google can be racist as long as it's not you, Jesus. So, so within like the tattoo community, mm-hmm. um, there are some like rules and guidelines with that stuff too. So like, uh, I also at some point would like to get my hands tattooed and maybe my neck. Um, I wouldn't do them now because it is nice to be able to put on a shirt and be covered and for those certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, like I mentioned those guys already, my buddy Jason, I, I, have, I do have a little something in like my lower neck that doesn't. <clears throat> like stick out really right and i wanted a little higher and he was like no man like he knows what i do um like he's a good friend of mine and he's like no dude like i'm not i'm not gonna do that and um they like have an ethics code i mean back in the day unless you were a tattoo artist they would not tattoo even your like forearms hands neck face none of that shit yeah and these days like there's like 18 year old kids and again do you you do you like i'm not hating if you're 18 and you want to get your face tattooed that's your life but when i was 18 i was a fucking idiot um uh and i mean i guess a little's changed maybe not too much but uh, <laughs> but um you know like he's like no dude like i tell people no i mean they'll go they'll go somebody down the street will do it but he's yeah. like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fuck your life up um because unfortunately there's still are there, there still are some people and there's certain settings like if i'm going in to sit down with my grandmother's oncologist i don't i would prefer him not to have a you know a face tattoo <laughs> <laughs> you'd be um, like uh, what was your last name? Malone? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know <laughs> Doctor, how comfortable I am with Dr. this. What is that on your one? Dr. Malone? Um, um, is that so. the tricks cereal <laughs> sign on your fucking forehead, bro? Are you <laughs> friends with Hugh Hefner? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a line. There's a line. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know? mm-hmm. And do you think the line's going to exist forever? Or do you think that it's going to slowly fucking fade away, dude? You think there's going to come a day where people like fucking have the whole tattoo like a reptile and the fucking sawed down teeth where they all are more pointed and shit right. and those guys are like fucking doing your Foley catheter? So I love, I love the phrase, uh, I love the phrase, uh, so a study, so there was a study. There was a study. Like, everybody has a fucking study. They right? conducted a study. Um, so I was, I was driving into work the other day and it said on the radio, well there was a study uh, that said during coronavirus a lot of people are actually getting their tattoos removed. What? Because they had a lot of time to self-reflect and like, oh, fuck this shit. and realize they wanted to get that Tasmanian devil on their butt cheek removed. You know? <laughs> I have a flamingo on my left butt cheek, and I swear to God, that shit's never coming off. Yeah, I mean that's a dude. A flamingo's a that's that's a killer tat. Oh yeah, dude. Um, Got matches with my buddies. So uh, After I think a lot of people get them branch. covered up, removed. I don't know, but I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's a pendulum. I'm sure like swings both you know, ways. It'll swing back. Then it won't be cool. <laughs> Jesus, you know about that swinging both ways pendulum, <laughs> pendulous lifestyle. Yeah, you know, every once in a while I uh, experiment, but um, nah, nah, not going that way, dude. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about now. <laughs> it's pendulous. It's pendulous. It's pendulous, so, yeah, going back and forth. Yeah. No, uh, but I have some tattoos that I, they're not my favorite, but I would still keep them just because of the story behind it. You know? Yeah, for mm. sure. You got to have mm. shitty, you can't, you can't trust the person that has only good tattoos. You got to have a couple shitty tattoos as yeah, well. Man. Yeah, man. The honest truth is when I started getting tattooed, it made me feel more confident in myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, dope. Like, it's like a warrior mentality. Like, you feel tough. I mean, the Japanese firefighters used to have their body suits. I mean, the, oh, and like, it makes you feel better. You start working out. You start appreciating your body more, taking care of yourself more from a health standpoint. And I'm like, if you can share that with some other people, they're maybe younger, insecure, yeah. you know, confused. They don't know what they're doing. And they're like, hey, listen, like, I'm a normal person too. I just put it out there and... Um, you know, you can always grow and it's cool to grow when you're at any age, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And that's something that we so. discussed like in pretty good length with the trauma guy in the last episode too, was, <clears throat> was taking like, 
you know, taking the platform that you've developed, you know, for whatever reason, like, obviously, like, my platform was developed just for being in fucking scrubs and having, a like, a face, you know, and yeah. then, like, transitioning that to something that, something meaningful, sure, you know, and that's, that's a big reason why we did the, you know, take a minute, like, thing that we did, because... Right. Yeah. I get, you know, and I, I actually discussed with him at length, like off of the podcast, like kind of like it, it gets kind of depressing, dude, just being like, just trying to be handsome or trying to like feed what, figure out what people want and taking right. the right photo that what people want. And then yeah. you have pressures from companies that you've like signed on with without thinking a whole lot about it. And yeah. like, um, just having the ability to do some good, man. And like, you know, it's not a, such a bad thing if you start in this like vain kind of Instagram world where like everything's about being handsome and being in scrubs or being handsome and being tatted or being, you know, just anything. Yeah. And then using that platform to do something truly, truly good. And truly good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's some, one of the things that I'm always going to remember from that dude. And that's, and um, I'm really grateful that I was able to talk with him about that because, you know, like you kind of lose direction a little bit and it's good to have that somebody that's been there, done that, that has, can kind of guide you in that, in the right direction. And I'm dude, and I'll have like a bajillion followers on Instagram, but I'm like, I mean, I'm, I would gladly, you know, cause it sounds to me like you, you want to do something good, you know, truly good in, in healthcare and the fucking, whatever you got to do, bro. Like the, the ends justify the means in, in my head, as long well, as you're not murdering anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I murder beats every once in a while on the microphone, but that's a different conversation. All day, all day, all day. But I know, but I mean, sometimes you got to build yourself a little bit of a following first, so then you can kind of transition. And I mean, there's so many bi businesses that start on, oh, we're going to do this. And then you like pivot based on, you what? know, like so many companies didn't start as what they originated. Amazon did. Yeah, exactly. And then they're yeah. like, oh shit, well then it just gets pulled in that direction. So, yeah. But like you said, if you can put yourself out there and I mean, I tell people all day long, I want to help you, I want to coach you. But I'm one of those people that's always like, I don't need a coach. I fucking can figure this shit out on my own. Right. It's going to take me 10 times as long. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, but that's, I mean, that's a, a flaw that I have. So if you have bros that are willing to, you know, get in your corner and help you out and do shit and see that you have some potential for whatever else. I mean, that's fucking awesome. You know, that's what it's all about. I mean, I guess that at the end of the day, it's about, you know, connecting, having a community and whatever else happens is, is just, you know, a good part of it. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that just cool. taking help or like taking, um, just taking direction, dude, you know, yeah. like getting with people that care about you, bro. And that you care about back and fucking that's, that's the goal, man. Like get a squad. And motivate yeah. your squad and move your squad up, man. That's yep. how you fucking build. Oh, yeah. That's how you get it going. And, and I think there's a lot of people out there that don't. I mean, I have I, I have a, a great squad. Unfortunately, none of them are really around. Well, I mean, obviously, Jesus, the work crew, whatever else, yeah, too. Geez. But like, Fuck Jesus. Jesus Christ. All my, my good homies are, like, are kind of far away, and it's been a transition for me um, to be away from that crew. But like, I know there's a lot of people that just don't have that period. Yeah. And you'd be like, hey, man, like, listen, like... It's, you're not by yourself, you know, like, don't feel bad. Like, there's other people out there that give a shit. And if you can reach someone that's, that's struggling or hurting for whatever reason, I mean, it's cool, you know? Dr. Swatch Soaps. <laughs> How did you make your shit get that loud all of a sudden? What, my mic? Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, I don't know either. Can you I do like, like a... a... Dr. Swatch Soaps, please clean yourself before you come to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, right? Scrub <laughs> Dr. Swatch Soaps, take a bath. <laughs> before you get there 
if you weigh 650 pounds please. and they had to use a crane to get you out of your house, please <laughs> under your use it. Let's just talk facts, dude. It doesn't have any, like, uh, parabens. Does anybody here know what a paraben is? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure they suck. Yeah, I think they're bad. Yeah. Um, what I do know, now I can attest to this. I use it, and I smell really good. Amen. And also, like, my face, my skin was really good after using it. Nice. Yeah, dude. Paraben-free. Paraben-free. Honestly, yeah. I don't know if it's, like... If that's what causes, I used to have like really bad eczema on my face, but ever since I started using that soap, I don't have it so much anymore. I think a lot of those things, I, have, I get some like dermatitis stuff too, and mm -hmm. there's definitely things that make it worse and ones that make it better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's fucking chemicals, like you know, they're, they're preservative chemicals. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um whatever they're doing over there at Doctor Squatch Labs, they're doing the right thing because I've been Fuck using yeah. their soaps for like two months now, and I haven't fucking had any issues with my skin, and I usually have pretty good issues on my, especially on my face. When the climate changes, I get like you know, some shit. So yeah, thank you guys at Doctor Squatch. Thanks, Doctor yeah. Squatch. Did you guys hear about the um? This is off topic. The chick who started like the huge pharmaceutical company in Silicon Valley, and it was valued at like twenty billion dollars or whatever. What? And it turned out the whole thing was a sham. Awesome. And she actually, she actually made a fake voice to like like a deep voice to make her sound more like authoritarian. Really? And like people are like, yeah, like I'm pretty sure that's not her voice. And like she she started dressing like Steve Jobs. I mean, her company was valued at like twenty billion. It was insane. How do you get a twenty billion dollar valuation of your company? So wow. she her premise was she was like a Stanford dropout. There's a movie about it. There's a podcast, like a whole series of podcasts about it. No way. Um, that it was one drop of blood in your finger that would run every blood test. Oh. And um, everybody in like you know, the chemical lab industry was like, that's impossible. Like, there's no fucking way that that's like, it's impossible. Yeah. And she just sold that shit. And she was just like, she came from money. Mm -hmm. She had connections and she just owned it and like acted like it. And they got it to you work for like four or five different tests. So like, she'd be like, oh, this is the demo model. And then it just yeah, turned works. out that there was just the whole thing was a huge fucking scam. <laughs> no shit, dude. And um, yeah, I'll some like crazy a, shit. Yeah, it's, it was a crazy... I listened to the whole podcast here. It was like six episodes. I was like, this is fucking nuts. That is fucking crazy, dude. That just goes to show you, dude. You can fake it till you make it, baby. I mean, Right. I mean, I think a lot of people do, you know? Dude, I did, med I did medical sales for two fucking years, dude. I sold uh, surgical fucking implants for two yep. years for the lower extremities. And yeah. like, that is so gold, bro. That was the yeah. best. I learned more in those two years as in my adult life than I probably have learned like effective knowledge of my entire adult life yeah like dude i got to the, i went from the point where i was terrified to knock on a doctor's office's door like terrified like i would be yep. sweating bullets walking in knocking on this guy's door and then i from that to just fucking standing in front of a fucking at a conference in front of 30 docs dude pitching a fucking implant dude you know so like just just faking it dude and like yeah. i i met one of these guys who was like one of the fucking stud salesmen from uh, utah with like a mormon dude like had like the highest sales in the whole company and i just mentored the fuck like he mentored the fuck out of me and then yep dude it just it you can fucking fake shit to anybody they just want to feel like you know what you're talking about you just got to know like this much more than people yep. you know throwing a couple words little and... seeds dude little fucking nuggets yep just drop little nuggets here and there and then yep. walk away. Let them play with it a little bit and then walk away, dude. 
So, <laughs> play with it. The company was called Theranos. Elizabeth Holmes. At age 19, she was valued at 4.5 billion dollars. Jesus fucking. And Christ. now she's valued at zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, you better put a fucking at least 10% of that in an offshore bank account somewhere. Seriously, wow. take that money and run, bitch. And people investing in her, I think, to start a new company. And she made a made a fake voice to talk like really deep. Elizabeth voice. Holmes. And it sounds super fake, but she just talked like that all the time. So people are like, okay. Dudes, this has been uh, this has been really cool, man. Like this has been like a fun uh fun times. thing to do. Yeah, dude. Definitely. I do uh, I do a zoom every once in a while with my college buddies, but we just drink too much and like talk shit about nothing. Yeah, Boy, that's pretty <laughs> much what, what it's we nice to have like here. a topic kinda too, you know? Yeah, I mean you a know a little bit. A little bit here and there. I'm five beers deep right now. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I've got a couple beverages. Welcome to the fifth beer. The fifth beer. This is where shit gets Perfect. real good, dude. Yeah, shit gets. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it's definitely awesome to you. Um, I like this. I like having the fucking outlet, dude. Even if like, honestly, when it comes to the podcast, even if nobody listens, I don't fucking care, dude. It's good yeah. to, to it's keep in touch with my buddies, dude. Eric, dude, I haven't seen you so fucking long, dude. Yeah, man. I'm so glad everything's going awesome, dude. Yeah, and yeah, maintaining, you know. Yeah, man, and Jesus, you know, still walking on water, saving lives every day, bro. Oh, shit. Unbelievable. Yeah, really. oh, no, we bro, we bro talk a good, decent amount at the at the spot. I know. Yeah. I want to come back to Pembroke, dude. I'm trying to get some contracts over there. Okay. It's um, we had like a huge exodus. Like when you guys left, like yeah. we went from like a sweet crew to just trash. That's what I've heard, yeah. man. And then um, it you know we've had a little bit of a comeback. Like there's a couple people okay. in the game now that are like, yeah, like I like these people, but yeah. Um, can never touch the old crew, dude. No, dude, that was good. I, 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 and I got there when the old crew was there, and I didn't realize how good it was until it was gone. You know? Yeah. And I was like, Fuck, dude. Like, it's the way of life, dude. So, and now we're about to lose all the scribes, and you know, I like all yep. the scribes, so that sucks. But, well, hope you keep in touch with them, dude, and you help them out with their journey, dude. You know? Yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, some good kids, and uh, but you know, I found myself like last night. I found myself outside sitting out in the tent talking with like the security guards and like the registration people. So, you know, sometimes like when the scribe's there, you just get stuck in that little box area and you right. just sit there with them. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, let me go talk to like, you know, meeting other people and doing stuff. So it is what it is. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's crazy. And somebody's uh, like, there's one security guard that he's, he's doing nursing and he just finished too, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's and cool as fuck. They're very know these things until you start talking to them. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Eric, been like very he's been a good teacher to everybody like um i i'm just glad he's doing this you know the pa advisor and uh i feel like it's going to go in the right direction what's that awesome. website one more time uh, i got the gram at the pa advisor mm-hmm. and the website's the same the pa advisor. www for w- those old school people www they want to get on the old website and check out my resume it's all sexy pics. I gotta, I gotta update that picture. Though. It's kind of like, uh, dude. You know? I'm so pumped that you fucking made time for us to come on the podcast today, dude. Thank you so much, man. Right on, dude. Thank, thank you so much for having me. This is uh, really cool. I'd love, love to do it again sometime. And Jeezy Crazy, dude. Thanks again, bro. Anytime, brother. Anytime. Anytime, except for this the last Monday because we fucking missed out. Yeah, we missed an episode. It's our first but, ever missed episode. We're doing, we're doing things, big things. It's Rona in Florida, baby. It's hard to get everybody together with the Rona in Florida. Yeah, true. true. We'll come back double strong with this, and this will be a good one. Hopefully get some people uh, excited about some shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, guys, thanks for fucking tuning in, man. And uh, as always, fucking go on iTunes, go on Spotify, go on Google Play, 
Rate us five stars on iTunes. I don't know what the rating system is on Spotify or Google Play, especially on Google Play because I never look at that shit. But <laughs> iTunes for sure. Rate us five stars. Give us some good ass feedback. That's it. Oh, also check out our fucking Instagram. We just started a new Instagram page at the Bro Nurse Podcast. It's badass, dude. We give you content. We give you pictures of Jesus looking sexy as fuck. Always. Jesus Christ, dude. That fucking last photo with you and Ashley. That shit was bomb, dude. That was bomb. I like that picture. Seriously, I gotta get whoever your photog is. You gotta hook me up. I'll hook you up, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah. (laughs) Like us, fucking subscribe, whatever you got to do. Automatically download our shit. Guys, we hit 3,000 downloads in like 11 or 12 episodes. It's a pretty big deal. We're super pumped about it. Badass. Yeah, man. And as always, we love Dr. Squash Soaps. They don't have parabens. We found out what parabens were today. (laughs) Check out my fucking bro's website, thepaadvisor.com. Is it The PA Advisor? Yeah. Yep. Also, check out the PA Advisor at the PA Advisor on Instagram. Give him some love, dude. We're just trying to do good things. We're trying to spread a fucking positive word in the world, bro. It's good yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. right? Just fucking follow just... Eric Camp at the PA Advisor. Yeah, man. Get You're all in it. Guide to being a PA or going to medical school. Mm-hmm. And guys, do yourself a favor and get your first tatty. Yeah, get you added, dude. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Take that first step. Whatever you're doing, take the first step. That's the hardest part. Whether you're getting a Tattoo, you want to go to med school, you want to go to PA school, you want to go to nursing school, you want to start a podcast. Take you just it. Gotta, you got to take the first step. You don't have to have the whole plan worked out yet, but just do it. Just go for it. We'll support you through the process. Yeah, we'll be here. And if you want to get a fucking face tattoo, get a goddamn face tattoo. Fucking damn. Get that shit. <laughs> Always <All right>. woke. <laughs> stay woke. Stay woke. All right, guys. All right, fellas. Thanks, Good everybody. Thanks, everybody. Fun, bro.